1: Welcome to The Firing Line. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin' Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, PsyLynx Protection from Within, and Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Neyman. Ah!
2: Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. That's exactly the point. The senator knows, having attended um, law school and professes to have some experience in the Constitution, none of these rights are absolute. None of them.
3: Folks, that is the voice of the current Senate. That is Dirty Dick Durbin from Illinois. I think he's from Illinois, right? Correct. From Illinois, telling us none of our rights... Are absolute. None of those that are guaranteed in the Bill of Rights are absolute. These are the people who appoint judges. These are the people who approve who are on your Supreme Court. Dirty Dick Durbin from Illinois, um, he's telling you flat out, your rights are not absolute. Now, I brought this to your attention this morning right off the bat. This is Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show, because I'm sitting here with the uh, Acting Executive Director Rick Travis from the California Rifle and Pistol Association, also Programs Director, very, very busy man, fighting for your Second Amendment rights, fighting against the likes of Dirty Dick Durbin, Senator from Illinois, who is making laws that you have to live with. So um, let me just jump over here to you, Rick. You've seen this type of attitude often over and over again from the progressive left.
4: Oh, yes, we have. It's been pervasive in this state. Every year, the NRA, as well as the CRPA, are always fighting the state on one flank or another. I mean, I often tell groups that if you look at this Second Amendment as the foundation on the three sides of that pyramid that everybody has to watch are hunting and wildlife laws because that's always the back door towards the Second Amendment, self-protection laws, your ability to carry a firearm to protect yourself, and finally, the things that supply... Your, your rights to trains, such as ranges, uh, your access to ammunition, purchase of firearms. Always, we're fighting on one of those in the state. But it's been an all-out assault from the federal level all the way down to the local level in this state. We are fighting. And if we do not win this fight in November, we can see that Durban will be right because there will be no Constitution left.
3: You're absolutely right. And what we're talking about, guys, this is a game for all the marbles. We have to be all in. I am truly the most conservative person you're ever going to meet you know Ben Shapiro he ain't that conservative compared to me but let me just tell you flat out we have to look at the situation we have to stop Hillary this November we have to protect the Supreme Court
4: Yes, we do. If we don't, we're going to be generations before that will change. She'll replace it with at least two, probably four justices, and that means the court will stay extremely to the left and won't even look like the the court. There will be no constitution. Yeah, when you have people
3: saying that there are no absolute rights, even though our Bill of Rights say these rights are given to us by God, right? Right. Uh, they're not gifted to us by. They're not gifted to us by the government. The government is restricted from encroaching upon these rights. That's the way it
4: works. Well, if you even look at Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who currently sits on the court. I do court. not <laughs> ever want to have to look at Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the crypt keeper. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if you look at her, you've got to realize that one of the things that she has said consistently is she doesn't believe in the Constitution, which I think is grounds to remove her yes. from the court. But has held in check has been the likes of the conservative justices that we're about to lose because of age and retirement. And hopefully no one else dies as they have in the past. So, you know, we don't want to have another Scalia loss before this is over. So no. this is definitely a fight for the country.
3: And, and here's the other part is conservatives don't fight well because we abide by the rules.
4: And conservatives in general have the attitude of this will never happen because it's a breaking of the rules and nobody would be crazy enough to do that. Yet they are. Hey, we're all full up on crazy
3: here. You know, it's unbelievable when you look at at the dirty tricks that these people use. Uh, Dick Durbin, dirty Dick Durbin. He also had a little quote this week. um, And I know we're not in Illinois, but hey, California, Illinois, it's pretty much the same thing. Nobody needs an AR-47 to hunt deer in Illinois.
4: Right, where you can't hunt with a rifle, anyways, in Illinois.
3: How about that mythical
4: griffin like creature, uh, the AR 47? How's that working out? Yeah, there's no such beast. Is it a ghost gun? <laughs> it's a mythological gun. I think what well, you said, though, brings up a good point. You know, a lot of people have the attitude in California that if they don't like what's going on here, they're going to flee to other parts of the country. There are no other parts of the country to flee for. If you look consistently at what the anti-gun lobby is trying to do in the state, is they get something passed and then they take it nationwide. Yep. The only thing you would do if you move somewhere else... Prolong your misery. Correct. So it's stand and fight. That's what you have to do. And that's what's sad in this state. You know, I hear people all the time at gun shows, at, at different types of events, complain, complain, complain about what's going on. Let me stop you right there.
3: Okay, I'm talking to you out there, my Second Amendment brethren. You are a bunch of whiners. I got to tell you, I hear it all the time. Gretch, 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 gretch. But I don't see the numbers stepping up, toeing to the line to make the change. And that's the issue. It's, well, I don't want to have my name on a list. I don't. You know what? Your name is on the list. You already right. have been identified. You already are a troublemaker. So you need to stand up and fight for your rights. Because if you choose not to, it doesn't mean you're going to stay the way they are. They will slowly be eroded. And, and actually not even that slowly. But they no. will be eroded right from underneath your feet while you're trying to stand there and not make a difference. You're working for the other side.
4: Well, if you look at the election demographics, there's over at a minimum over 8 million gun owners in this state. If Say that eight, again. At a minimum, there's over 8 million gun owners in the state of California. If they showed up at the polls... Well, how many people voted statewide in the state of California
3: for last the last governor's election? Just over 7 million. So there's 8 million gun owners, 7 million people voted in the entire state... Correct. And that even counts the the dead ones from San Bernardino County. Right. That They'd vote
4: more than once. Yeah,
3: exactly. And uh, and we lost by one million. Correct. With a horrible candidate. Correct. So if we the balance is one. So if we had a success ratio of 12.5% of getting the gun owners to vote, that means 88% of you guys can still sit on your butts. Right. 12.5% more show up. We can win the state back. Correct.
4: So That's why whatever we end up with will be a failure of our own brothers and sisters in arms. You're just making me happy all over. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's the news I deal with every day.
3: Yeah, you know, and it's, it's tough because the numbers are
4: there. Um, and this it, is a ridiculous fight. I mean, one of the things that I hear people, you know, talk about, they use movies like the 300. Those were 300 men that stood at Thermopylae. In harm's way, all of them, not 299, not 250, all 300. If I could get all 8 million gun owners, we could take the state back. But more importantly, we could defend the whole country. And that's another point I want to make. People don't realize if California falls, the country falls. And and people are taking that for granted and saying, "Oh, that's a joke. It doesn't matter." You know, roughly forty percent of the people we engage at gun shows and stuff say, "I'm not going to do anything. It doesn't affect me for things like you said before. I don't want to be on the list or already on the list, or they just don't have the time." And I don't know how you don't have the time to defend your rights. So it's a giant, it's a giant pyramid,
3: mm-hmm. and I, I mean, it's it's a long, wide pyramid, and. What the antis do, the progressives, the horrible people that we're talking about here, like Isidore Hall from, from Sacramento, what they do is they look for the outer edge of it. What is What appears to be fringe, okay? Mm-hmm. So it's black rifles today. It's the Galils. It's the HK-91, 93, uh, MP5. It's It's these... These exotic looking weapons. Well, you don't need that for this. You don't need that to shoot squirrels. You don't need that to shoot cans, right? right? So they start carving off little pieces that most people agree with, not realizing that, well, the next edge of that fringe is where you are. In hunting, they did it with well. You shouldn't be hunting um, mountain lions. Right. What was that? Maybe one percent of the people ever hunted mountain lions in California. Correct. So they didn't notice the loss. Then it was bears with bait. Again, very small. Then the it was bears hounds. with hounds. Then it was everything but pigs with hounds. Right. And and we have watched them erode. And very- now they're
4: trying to defend the pigs. Yeah. <laughs> Because, as we all know, you know, pigs are a minority in the state of California when it comes to big game.
3: Except for Sacramento. Right. <laughs> there's an overload of pigs in Sacramento. Um, but, yeah, and now they're actually using helicopters to shoot them down. And, and when they go in with this, the National Park Service and they kill every single mammal on the island of Santa Rosa and Santa Cruz. And I was there when they gun-shipped Catalina. Mm-hmm. Gun-shipped Catalina shooting pigs. And, and this is the Park And, that's,
4: and that's not violent. No. <laughs> but if a hunter takes an animal humanely in the field to feed their family somehow that is a, a tragedy against humanity
3: <laughs> anyway you know actually when we come back here in this next section we're going to talk about some fun stuff that's going on with the california rifle and Pistol association i just wanted to, to tell you guys right off the bat you need to get involved every time everybody out there needs to be a registered voter Correct. now i don't care if you're busy vote by mail, whatever. You have to be a registered voter. If you have a gun, it is your responsibility to be a registered voter. If you're not willing to vote, don't buy a gun because you're not going to protect your rights either way.
4: Well, and it was a price paid for those rights, and that price was paid in the terms of life's so written with blank checks by the men and women who served this country for over 200 years. And that should be taken seriously before you go to vote.
3: Amen. Hey, folks, Fireland Radio Show, Philip Naiman with Rick Travis with the California Rifle and Pistol Association, CRPA.org. Get involved, G-O-Y-A,
5: get off your couch and get in the fight. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or
2: recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to
5: self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951 823 or check out their schedule of classes at BullseyeSport.com. Because at Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 823-0211 823
1: Pull! this portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. Silinks protection from within, and cutting edge bullets for when you care enough to send the very best.
6: All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is
2: my boomstick!
3: That's right, my primitive screwheads. You have the right to bear arms, and as a good citizen, you want to exercise your rights in a responsible way. Our sponsor, Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sports and Guns and Ammo in Riverside, wants to stress the importance of safety in firearm usage. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or target shooting, it's important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. Vince and I highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training course, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essential to the safe, efficient use of your firearm. As a law-biding citizen you have the right to self-defense and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws safety procedures and to fight for your rights for more information about their certified firearm courses call bullseye sports in riverside 951 823 or visit their website bullseyesport.com for a schedule of classes because at bullseye sports guns and ammo they believe in safety first 951-823-0211.
2: that's exactly the point The senator knows, having attended um, law school and professes to have some experience in the Constitution, none of these rights are absolute. None of them.
3: That's Dirty Dick Durbin, senator from Illinois, talking to Ted Cruz, senator from Texas. Wish he was my presidential nominee, but uh, that's just many of ours. Yeah. Um, First choice, but I'm going to vote for second choice with a smile on my face. knowing, Knowing that this is a fight for our
4: lives. Yes, it is.
3: Folks, I'm Philip Naiman here with Firing Line Radio Show. I'm with Rick Travis. He's the uh, Acting Executive Director for California Rifle and Pistol Association, CRPA.org. I am a member. You should be a member also. Rick has taken his time here today. This is actually where where we are recording midweek uh, for this weekend, but he has taken his time today. He needs to be at three different meetings, but he's here today to talk to you about these things. One of the meetings he was supposed to be at today, but he has uh, one of his assistants there, is the National Monument Movement. The National Monument for the San Gabriel Monument, correct. Giant giant land grab by the Federal Government Park Service.
4: Done illegally through president inflicting his own uh, detriment's on our state by trying to remove over 5 million acres of huntable lands out of the reach of the average American. People didn't believe me a year and a half ago on this. Well, it's part of a a grander scheme of rewilding that's being committed by the the far left. The idea is to eventually make it so that no humans can be inside the wild. And it's, it's being perpetuated by everybody from the Sierra Club, the Humane Society, U.S. People think on Sunday mornings when they see the cute little commercials, they don't realize that no, those animals in those commercials make it. Through the end of the taping before they're disposed of.
3: What you're talking about is the HSUS, the uh, Hypocritical Society of Urban Snobs, correct? Um, otherwise known as the Humane Society. HSUS Sierra Club folks, the Sierra Club is not your friend. No, the Sierra Club is a radical leftist environmentalist agenda. And when you know, I've been talking about rewilding for a couple of years. Oh. People think I have tinfoil hats on.
4: <clears throat> no, you don't have tinfoil hats. I mean, you can look at even. You know, near this station is the Cleveland National Forest. If you look throughout the Cleveland National Forest, there's been a reversal from, you know, the 1950s to 1970s when you had groups like the Sierra Club, Boy Scouts of America, et cetera, building trails, building access points Mm -hmm. for people to engage the wilderness. And now the whole deal is to close down all those trails. To, to use all sorts of petty little ideas. And, and I'll give you one in specific. If you look at the San Pasqual Valley, one of the richest areas for hunting wild turkey in the state is there. But ironically, every time when turkey season comes up in the spring and the fall... Fire closure? Fire closure. Yeah, imagine yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, imagine. Hey, I've hunted D11 it, my but life. But always, somehow, no matter how hot it is in the spring or in the fall, the moment you know, hunting season's over, the roads are open again. Yeah, it, it's
3: it's not new. I mean, we have seen locked gates on Rincón Red Box Road uh, when the Saturday morning of hunting season. You see forty guys lined up, and what's all this about? And it ruins the
4: experience. And it, yes, it, it does. It ruins
3: to your point where you just don't want to deal
4: with it anymore. Correct. And that's part of the that's part of the overall strategy is trying to make it so onerous for people to go out and and engage in the shooting sports, especially in the area of hunting that we're talking about that not only do they not go out, but then they don't pass on that American tradition right. to their children.
3: Right. They play soccer. And soccer, I'm sorry, it's not an American tradition. Right. You're not allowed to use your hands. That's like communism. Correct. Yeah. So, <laughs> that producer's <laughs> falling off his chair there. <laughs> Keep those calls and, calls and letters coming, folks. That's right. I think soccer is communism all in one. Anyway, um, the National Monument Act that was done illegally through the antiquities act uh-huh. antiquities act is uh, gives the president the power by executive action to say halt production or halt construction on a certain item because we just found some indian bones and Correct. we need to find out what's going on here that's what it's for to right. as an emergency service to preserve a small
4: area from development right right Well, one of the things, not to interrupt, but one of the things I find striking is the average American doesn't realize because they're sold this bill of goods that when the president uses their pen to move a body of land into this national monument status, that the money that was there before, whether it was from BLM, U.S. Forest Service, wherever that might have been coming from, moves with it. It doesn't. That is devoid of any cash. And so that land loses all the money and the resources. And people forget how much money is brought in through hunting, through fishing and other sports. There's all of a sudden just capped off. There is no money for it. Now, here's the lies,
3: the absolute lies told by the Forest Service, the BLM and the Park Service during these meetings is that nothing's going to change. Oh, it's it's changing very quickly. And I said, well, tell me about your transportation plan. And the lady's jaw hit the deck. She goes, what do you mean? I said, why don't you tell me about it? Mm -hmm. So here's your transportation plan that they, um, well, they're just kicking around the idea, which means this is their ultimate goal, is for the Angeles Forest. For those of you, it's that burning hill north of Glendora right now. Mm -hmm. All right. For the Angeles Forest, their transportation plan is to restrict private vehicles. You will have to board a freaking tram in Azusa, like Zion ride a tram to your mountains and see the little one area that they allow you out of to look at and then get back in that tram and head down the hill oh it's worse than that. far worse if you were to look nothing at nothing is worse than riding a bus
4: well it is when you can't even get out of the bus to engage the wilderness and that's what's going on with fourth graders right now in the border cities next to the national monument is they have, are paying through grant monies for buses to cart the fourth graders up for about two hours but they never get out of the bus And that's introducing them to the wilderness. You can introduce them far easier on an Xbox One at home than to put them on a bus with a bunch of crowded kids. They're never going to learn anything about management of wildlife, management of game, any of that.
3: Let me jump back to rewilding because this is all part of it. This is such a radical leftist agenda. And again, it's pushed by the Sierra Club, Humane Society, all these other wacko groups, Dirt First, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, They want a corridor. For super predators, which is why the wolves, the Canadian wolves, were released in Yellowstone to destroy the elk herds and to destroy the ranchers up there. They want a corridor of super predators from the Rocky Mountain chain and the Sierra Nevada chain, where people are not allowed to go. You need to understand this. There are plans in the California Wildlife Commission to to re-release grizzly bears. Correct. Not in the Sierras where they're away from people but in the Cleveland National Forest. Cleveland National Forest is that little bump behind Santa Ana. Uh, <laughs> Correct. It, it's not a, even a big area and you know, there's not salmon runs, there's not
4: a whole bunch of berries. What are these things going to eat besides hikers? Right. Well, if you also look to Jennifer Faring from the Humane Society of the U.S. Oh, don't US. say that name on my show. <laughs> but She is a person right now who is trying to convince the game commission that pigs should not be hunted so they can be left for food for predators. Anybody that takes two steps back is going to say, well, how's a wolf, a coyote, a cougar going to know the difference between a wild feral pig and a rancher's pig? They're not. All they need is love. They need a lot more than that because pigs are epidemic in 56 of 58 counties. Pigs are an epidemic in 50 of the states, too. You know, um, one of the the issues
3: that they have, and there's a lot of pig hunting here in California because it's year round. Correct. But it's private access. Correct. And... There are areas in, in San Diego, I believe, they were going to bring in the gunships again on public land. Right. Because it was so hard to get access to because they've cut up all the roads and don't allow people in there to uh, to gunship the pigs at night and leave them rotting in the, in the field.
4: Right. And the irony to that is part of the rewilding process is that if there was the off chance that you would not be able to get to the pig that you had hunted and shot, you would be fined for leaving that carcass in the field. Yeah. Yet the government itself will go and kill hundreds of pigs and leave them in the field and somehow eleven hundred elk on Santa Rosa Island they right. gunshipped and let rot in the sun.
3: Well These not are to the mention
4: Not to mention the elk that are completely dying right now for lack of food at Point Reyes and they're doing nothing about it because we're choosing species based on the needs of HSUS and not on the needs of the people. California is losing its natural resources. By people claiming that they want to save wildlife when they're actually picking what species lives and which ones die, and claiming that they're being humane, and there's no humanity in that.
3: No, they're hypocrites. Hypocritical right. Society of Urban Snobs, HSUS. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, I hate to bring the, bring it down on this, but but I did well, I was going to say we're going to talk about some fun things, right. <laughs> but then you know, again, we have to talk about what's actually happening, guys. You have it, guys and gals. You have a chance to change this. You have got to vote. You have a Second Amendment right. You have a right to vote. You had better be registered. You had better be voting because this is our last chance this November to turn this monkey around. If we don't get on top of this one, it's over. All the marbles are done. We have to stop Hillary. We have to stop Kamala Harris. We have to to fight this way all the way around. You have got to get engaged. We'll be right back after this.
2: Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside indoor shooting range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com.
0: AM 590. The answer. The answer.
1: This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range and CCW Safe.
2: Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them.
3: Hey folks, Mulan Lave Saturday. When you're out there hunting or shooting at the range, ear protection is a must. Because you have to be able to listen to my show. Can't go deaf. From all the options out there, I use the Claris Pro hearing protection from Silenx. Claris Pro gives you the same protection as big earmuffs, but without the weight and the heat. They're noise-canceling, in-the-ear headset, comfortably and nearly invisible. They don't interfere with your shooting position, a welcoming change from earmuffs. Claris Pro is born for military products and so durable you can wear them in the rain or dirt without worry. Best part is even with them on, you can hear the full conversations your hunting dogs, or even a crow flying overhead while you're wearing a your Claris Pros. It's amazing technology. Claris Pro Hearing Protection System from Silinx is the choice for three-gun competitors, perfect for dove and quail shoots. Buy yours today. Save your hearing tomorrow. I've been using them for about five months now. I absolutely love them. Log on to silinx.com. That's S-I-L-Y-N-X com dot com. Buy yours today. Silinx also offers trainer discounts and retail opportunities. Log in to silinxcom.com for more info. Um that, that's what happens when you don't use your Silenx Pro. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that's like Mr. Kuntsman who fired a uh, AR-15 and had automatic PTSD and you know for an hour. He, wow. he, was, he had PTSD for an hour. Like that's Whole not hour. a slap in the face to uh people who have actually served, right? Correct. Uh, unbelievable! Yeah, what are we dealing with here, folks? We got Dirty Dick Durbin and Mister kunstman These are the two enemies on uh, the Second Amendment we are fighting. Just today. two, just two, <laughs> and and the hypocritical Society of Urban Snobs. Correct. The uh, Sierra Clumps. Peta, Peta. I could go down to the acronym uh, no. list if you want me to. Uh, no, we want to move on to some good things. Here's here's one of the things I want to stress out, or stress to you, folks. We're talking a lot about what's happening. The need to be vigilant. You have to get out there. You have to vote. You have to vote correctly. If you don't know how to vote, send your ballots to my house. I'll fill them out for you. Um, (laughs) Just as a service. It's a service we offer here. It's very nice of you. Fireland Raider Show. Especially if there's a D. If you registered as a D, send it to me. I can help you with this. I'm good at it. That's
4: a very good answer.
3: I'm a humanitarian.
4: And I appreciate that.
3: (laughs) But in addition to getting out there and fixing and fighting the problems that we have... There's some great things that the California Rifle and Pistol Association are doing, and I wanted to take some time and talk about that. Let's start with your outreach to sportsmen.
4: Okay, so our outreach to sportsmen is what we've noticed is that there's a lot of people that are engaged with hunting, uh, as an example, that don't realize that, as you said earlier today, Philip, that... The Humane Society and other groups are trying to pick them off. And we saw this with the houndsmen, as an example. Right. You know, a lot of the people that Nobody stood
3: to fight with them.
4: Right. No one stood because, you know, it wasn't affecting their upland game or their waterfowl or their big game, and so... Know, let the houndsmen just deal with it and have left them alone. That has been the strategy of the left for about two decades. And so one of the things we're trying to do is bring everybody together on July 2nd here in Southern California at our headquarters in Fullerton, and again on July 16th at the California Waterfowl Headquarters up in Roseville, California, to be able to help them to realize that a fight on any one of us is an attack across the board. You know, there's And let me, not only that... But I'm going to talk to you guys in the fishing
3: groups out there because I Amen. was I was disgusted with the people from the fishing organizations. Humane Society says, oh, you know what? Our contest, that doesn't apply to you guys. They all
4: sat down and went away. They did not stay in the fight. Correct. And that's what we've got to stop. And part of that, too, is we got to help people in their hunt clubs realize that I get it. You know, you go to your Tuesday or Wednesday night meetings and you talk about how frustrated you are with stuff and then maybe share a couple of hunting stories But you can't stop there. It's like we've been saying on the show. You have got to not just show up yourself to the polls and vote, but you've got to bring your friends and family. So what this whole conference is designed as so we're going to have our attorneys there who have been fighting this fight we're going to have our lobbyists there that's been fighting to fight i'll be there who's been fighting to fight and we're going to be able to brief you'll be there and we're going to brief people on where this fight is where it's going how they get engaged and how they get off that couch and actually show sacramento and washington dc that they give a crap
3: we need to do this chicago style vote early vote often
4: correct Bring out the dead. They can vote, too. (laughs) Bring out your dead.
3: (laughs) Not dead yet. Good. Vote. (laughs) So um, that's one of the things, the Sportsman's Alliance. But then also you're reaching out to the different age groups. Correct. You've got two great camps going on this year.
4: Yeah. Second year in a row, right? Right. Second year in a row, we're very proud of the camps. Uh, We started last year. They're held up at uh, Camp Three Falls, which is a Boy Scout camp in Fraser Park, which is out near Gorman Pass. Um, It sounds very desolate. It's actually a very beautiful area up there in Fraser Park. We bring in between 25 and 30 youth that have never fired a shotgun or done anything. How are they selected? Basically, we go out to the hunt clubs and different people, people like yourself, your radio followers can call us in uh, at crpa.org and sign up for the camps there. We take the kids out. They get their hunting license. They learn how to shoot a shotgun. We, on Sunday morning after they've been through hunter education, been licensed, we get them early in the morning to go out with dogs. They hunt chucker. They bring the chucker in. They learn how to take it, um, to take care of that chucker, process it, cook it, eat it. So they leave. And we get all that done for under $140, which if you were to look at, as you know, to go, huh? Three Three days. days. All their meals, the room and board, and a hunt, which is unheard of. Because if you look at what it costs for you and I to go to any of the pheasant farms, You know, down here in Southern California, we pay more on that. I'm
3: going to go another route with this completely because this is, this is your kids are dropped off. Parents are not there. Correct. Look guys, you get a weekend away with your wife for 140 (laughs) bucks, right? That's right. Yeah. Three nights or three days, two nights, 140 bucks. You're, cheap babysitting service. you are dumb not to do this <laughs> <laughs> and your kid will want to hunt when you're done
4: right. so it, it, it's a win 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 it is it is very much a win and we're very proud of it because success rate is measured do these youth go back out to hunt afterwards and we monitored this first year we got a little over 70% of them went out for a second hunt compared to kids who are to Department of Fish and Wildlife it averages 2-5% to 5% of the people ever go through a class ever go out and hunt
3: or buy a license right. so here's, here's the situation with that is we We have a whole group of people who've grown up in urban environments, right? And they don't know how to hunt. So maybe your kid comes up, dad, I want to go hunting. And you're like, "Uh, uh, well, and
4: we've placed videos on our website of kids from the past hunts. And when you just hear their testimonies of how it changed their life and, and what it means to them, it's something to get behind. And we're trying to expand these throughout the state.
3: I think it's an awesome thing. I'd love to, love to help partner with that. Uh, so uh, the funding for this, obviously $140 is a small fra- fraction of what it costs. Correct.
4: So are people allowed to help sponsor you? Yes, they're allowed to help sponsor us. We've had several outstanding hunt clubs at the local level donate money. Uh, give the Rahogies. Rahogies. the Rahogies have been absolutely fantastic, both at their Northern California and Southern California facilities, helping us to raise money. So we've had a lot of really good friends and uh, compatriots helping us out, and we're also working on having our first deer camp that we would have four deer tags out and take kids for an advanced class that have already been through the first hunt camp. So that's on schedule to happen, hopefully this fall.
3: Fantastic. Maybe even a pig hunt. Just, yeah, we'll do In honor that. of uh, Jennifer Fearing. Yeah. The Jennifer Fearing Pig Hunt Camp. We could have a Fearing like tag. That. Fearing tag. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we should we should name the hunt after her. Yeah. I think that just be honest. She would love that. You know, it's an honor she deserves. Right. right folks, Philip Damon, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out online, firinglineradio.com. You can get our podcasts there. And um, we're going to talk in our last section here about our Firing Line Radio Show, Gun of the Month Club. And that's because we're facing some bills in Sacramento, one of which is going to restrict your rights to only purchasing one firearm per month. Currently... Mm-hmm. They've got it passed where you can only buy one new pistol from a dealer per month. Private parties are exempt. Um, Rifles, shotguns are exempt, but one new pistol, they want to turn it into one firearm per month. So we're going to take a look at that, and, and are we going to allow them to restrict our rights, or are we going to say, up yours, we take this as a challenge, and want to see how many people we can find to actually buy a firearm a month. Correct. And not miss a month. Right. Um, so we're working out some great deals with our our vendors. We have Bullseye Vents over at Bullseye Sports, Brian Verona at Bullet Barn Guns, and Taylor and Dan over at Evolution Sport are going to be part of this program. So there's one in the West Valley, one in Central Valley, one in East Valley. You have your locations there right. wherever you live. Um, and we're going to have some discounts. So everybody who... We've had to work out some details because our legal area um, didn't like my first... the way i set it up so the way it'll work is if you qualify you will have a prize so we're working on that for the 12 the six and the three but it's going to be awesome and it's just you know what it's a way just to stand to every time you purchase a firearm you get a card that says i'm part of the gun of the month club and do what you can you also should have a voter registration card every gun owner every gun store out there turners bass pros when somebody buys a firearm from you you should slide a a uh, voter registration form and say you need to fill this part out as part of your paperwork uh-huh. flat out just get it they do it at the dmv they, the illegal aliens are lining them up to vote why can't we why can't we have quality citizens
4: who can pass a background check vote and if you already ha- are able to vote get somebody else registered to vote bring well, a friend if you're not or able, two. if you're not able to vote you're not able to buy a gun right Right.
3: So you lose your rights for a felony, you're not uh-huh. buying a gun. Right. Because we obey the laws. Correct. Of course, they still vote. <laughs> yeah. vote. <no wrong. laughs> anyway, folks, the name Damon Fireland Radio Show will come right back with Rick Travis, Director for California Rifle and Pistol Association, CRPA.org.
5: Get involved. We'll be right back after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. Visit ccwsafe.com today.
0: AM 590,
1: The Answer. This portion of The Firing Line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics.
0: Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained?
2: Is this not why you are here? That's exactly the point. The senator knows, having attended law school and professes to have some experience in the Constitution, None of these rights are absolute. None of them.
3: That's Dirty Dick Durbin, senator from Illinois, telling you right now, flat out, and he's on the Judiciary Committee, I believe, also, flat out, you do not have any absolute rights. That the Bill of Rights, that we wouldn't have a country, because the Constitution would never have been ratified without them. That your rights don't come from God, they come from the state, and he will determine what they are when he feels like it. This is an actual state senator, Dirty Dick Durbin from Illinois. Um, It cannot be any more broad based. Those of you sitting at home saying, but the Constitution says this, wake up, smell the cat food. They are steamrolling the Constitution one vote at a time. Philip Naman here, Firing Line Radio Show. I'm here with Rick Travis, the acting executive director for the California Rifle and Pistol Association, and this is a Thursday we're recording the show. It happens to be the same day that the National Monument meeting's going All on,
4: right. the sportsmen's meetings going on. Game commissions going Game commission. on. and are launching a bunch of bills on the Senate and assembly floors this morning. And three of them have not even been have not even been introduced out of appropriations yet. We're waiting to find out what those are going to be. Yeah. So let's talk about what we do know. And and as we're talking, they're taking the
3: votes. But I'm gonna tell you this. They're all going to the governor's desk.
4: It looks that way. Yeah. So let's start. Well, let's start with AB 1674, which is what you just had finished on in our last session. The 30-day wait period for having to buy shotguns now, rifles, et cetera. Oh, the gun of the month club. Yes, the gun of the month club. One of the things that people don't realize about that is, you know, there's a lot, unfortunately, gun owners who are naive and think, well, I'm only going to buy three rifles in a year. So that doesn't really affect me. Here's who it does impact. Let's just start out with national defense. Part of our national defense starts at the high school level with JROTC programs. In Anaheim, we have a brand new Air Force program. 168 kids joined the JROTC at that high school. They have 45 that want to be on the shooting team. If this passes, what are they going to do? There are two people that teach those classes. That means they could only dross between them 24 rifles a year, which means the program is going to have to tell those kids, you can't shoot which means there goes part of our national defense. It also means for Boy Scouts, you know, any of the other groups like Future Farmers of America, 4-H, they're not going to be able to purchase the firearms they need for their youth programs because it's the one-a-month club. And so what we're doing is we're killing the shooting sports for a generation.
3: One one little law at a time. And look, I, I call this the gun of the month club because we're trying to stick it back to them. Most people, most people will not purchase 12 firearms in the course of a year. No, it's a financial burden. You know, we might get two or three or whatever. But if you're there and you want to buy two, you can't. Why? Why? There's no, you're making legal purchases. You're making a legal purchase. You're going through the federal background check. You're doing everything by the law. Why are they restricting you to one a month other than just to bugger with your rights?
4: Well, and that would go to AB 1.0. Fifty-six, which is McCarthy's, McCarthy's bill on ammunition regulations, which is just going along with what Gavin Newsom's trying to do is safety for all initiative, which is restrict your ability to buy ammunition. I can- Gavin Newsom's, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah.
3: Wasn't he the mayor of San Francisco? Correct. Wasn't he the mayor of San Francisco when they adopted their sanctuary city? Yes, he is. Wasn't he the mayor of San Francisco adopting the sanctuary city that allowed a Cretan felonious illegal alien to gunned down an entire family like the bologna family
4: that's the exact same person
3: and did he require the death penalty for that no he did not and his attorney general at that time our district attorney was kamala harris correct Who Is on this ili- state attorney general who, who on this illegal alien chose not to succeed for the death penalty correct. after he killed three out of four members of a, of a family in the sanctuary city being guarded by gavin the nuisance newsome and this sob wants to tell us about safety correct the hell with him.
4: And what this is, and going back to what this is going to do, if these ammunition bills get passed, here's just a couple of ways. Again, it affects the next generation, you know, beyond you, if you want to sit at home on your couch and say, I don't care, but where this impacts it is no longer will somebody like me. I mean, I go and purchase sometimes 10, 20,000 rounds of 22 that goes up in, in a week long camp of kids. Right. I'm not stockpiling for the next world war. When I do that, but yet, yeah, that's what it's going to look like in a database. They're going to see, hey, here's the crazy guy that's buying all these rounds. You could hear the press. Oh, he buys tens of thousands of rounds. Not seeing that those go out to 100 youth in a weekend at Firestone Camp.
3: Yeah, and and that's it. I mean, they're looking at stockade. Oh, he had 5,000 rounds. That's not
4: that many. Oh, no, that's, it's not that, that many. Serious. Especially when you have 200 kids going through a camp, that's nothing. Let's
3: say you have five bricks of 22, right? It's hard to come mm-hmm. by, so you buy five bricks. There's 2,500 rounds right there. Right. So, ooh, look at you. You're a stockpiler. Are you really? No. No you know you have if you had 500 rounds of nine millimeter because you bought it on sale and 500 rounds of 38 special and 500 rounds of 45 acp and a thousand rounds of
4: 223 which those guns shoot a lot of cartridges you know well i mean if you go back and look at this too it, it gets ridiculous i mean if these get passed it has not been uncommon when you go out to teach somebody new how to shoot where you know I teach women all the time and guys, but I'll use women as the example. They'll try out one firearm and say, "Oh, I don't like the feel of the nine millimeter. Can I try the 40? Well, this is going to be an issue because I technically won't be able to hand ammunition over to another person because they didn't purchase it. And not only that, but so if I'm teaching, right? But gone. if I buy the ammunition at the range, I can't go home with it. I have to expend it all or leave it there. That's what's going to happen. And hey, if you go hunting out of state. It's not uncommon to buy a box of shells. Hunters don't go through a box of 20 shells. They might go through a couple to, to sight in and then... To be re-imported right. into the state. You can't bring those back. You have to leave them in another state.
3: If they left here with you, you can't bring them back. Right. These guys are ridiculous. <laughs> And so, that, That's, you know, here's, here's the issue, Rick. They're just one of the things that just tees me off every single time is all these SOBs up there in Sacramento. They have every little idea about, well, we're going to restrict this, restrict this, restrict this. Not one of them, not one of them has increased the penalty for a misuse of a firearm in a commission of a crime. That's how you stop this. You say, look, you use a firearm in the commission of a crime, you get 25 to 40 life, period. Right. That's if nobody's hurt. If somebody's hurt in the commission of that crime, you get life. Somebody's killed. You get the death penalty next freaking Wednesday. And that's how you stop firearm crime. But that's
4: not what they want to do. Well, And, and it goes even deeper than that. They're using Orlando that happened, which is a tragedy. But what they're, the terrorist act in Orlando, right, but they don't want to call it a terrorist act. And that's what they're trying to say. And even this morning, as I was driving in here to the studio in a country that has no firearms and the people called Germany, there was a man who entered into a cinema, a cinema, And fired a weapon, which immediately tells you something, that the enemies of the people will always find a means and a ways to bring harm. But going after law-abiding citizens, people who are doing the right thing, who are exercising their God-given right that was fought for and paid for with the blood of of previous generations and even this current generation of Americans, is wrong because they are actually putting Americans in harm's way by not fighting terrorism, both here and abroad, and obfuscating it with some... Corny gun laws that they're trying to come up with. Or love. All we need is love. You know, we need power cuddling, I think, would
3: stop the terrorists. You need tough love. Yeah, I think we need to, send, we need to care enough to send the very best, like a cutting-edge bullet. Anyway, um, care enough to send the very best and uh, move them on to their 72 virgins, uh, right. whatever. I guess that's a whole herd of fresh goats. But anyway, as we're moving on from here... Um, we have Loretta Lynch, Loretta Lynch, the attorney general. I didn't think we could have a bigger disaster attorney general than Eric Holder. I really did Surprise. not think there was a, a more scum at the bottom <laughs> of that barrel. But I was wrong. I was wrong. Uh, she came out. She has no idea. Um, and she doesn't believe we'll ever know the true motives of this murderer terrorist puke in Orlando. Um, other than maybe all of them he told us.
4: He had the 911 call where he openly admitted who he was and the fact that ISIS took credit not once but twice for it. It's like, what is wrong with it? She is stupid. We are telling you, we did it. <laughs> right? We, we want the credit. Come
3: on, give us a give us a thumbs up. What is neck butter? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're telling him this, and and uh, she is refusing, and and refusing, what starts from the
4: president and filters the whole way down that they don't want to admit. That their policies have failed. Terrorism has arrived here. We're not safe because we have two oceans. And one of our guarantees to provide safety is the Second Amendment that allows any one of us to have a firearm to defend ourselves and our family. And now what they want to do is make sure the terrorists stay armed, but you don't.
3: It's an upside down world. Yes, it is absolutely upside down. Folks, I want to thank my special guest, Rick Travis. He came out here very, very busy day. He is out there every single day fighting for your rights. You need to step up and come alongside the California Rifle and Pistol Association. You're not if you even if you just plan on moving out of state, it doesn't matter. The problems will find you. You need to stop them here and stop them cold. Make sure you're registered to vote. Make sure everybody in your household is registered to vote. Um, in some counties, you can register your dog. I highly encourage that. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, dogs are Republicans, cats are Democrats, so don't register your cat. So we want to make sure that we're out here. We're fighting this good fight. We have one chance this November to
4: set things right. Correct. Right? everybody out there, and remember, there's 8 million of us we can take back the state. Amen. Folks, we'll see you all next week. Loretta
3: Lynch, this is for you, baby.
1: <laughs> the Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. The Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Mop and Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, Psy Protection from Within, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics.